Duran. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi, hi, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome to the Visual Workplace, where workplace visuality rules. Welcome to our weekly radio show, where we look at some aspect of letting the workplace speak. In each of our shows, we look at how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living landscape of work through visual devices, how to install that language. The current level of our operational excellence even if we are not quite as excellent as we wish we would be or as we will be in a little while. We install the language through devices and we see how we think. We see how we think about operations. We see how we think about leadership. We see how we measure and what we do with the results because all of this information resides in the living landscape of work as devices, as visual mini-systems, as visual macro-systems. We have a platform. We have a platform on which we can then build the next layer of improvement because we have captured the current layer. Workplace visuality, the visual workplace, which includes, interestingly enough, visual management representing about 7 to 10% of the spectrum. More about that in a moment. And why do we bother with workplace visuality, with this wide spectrum of function, of visual function, for the tremendous bottom line benefits in terms of improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery time, shrinking cost, and because of the splendid cultural alignment. I have never seen a tool better, and I've been in this field for 32, going on 33 years. Shigeo Shingo was my sensei. I worked directly with the great, the incomparable Ryuji Fukuda, who was the head of Sumitomo, way back when, when Japanese was kind of holding the reins on the improvement of vision. Hmm? We do it for the splendid cultural alignment. This is a great tool. It's a tool of language, so of course it's going to impact the, lang- the, the culture. And we do it because we can then enjoy ourselves at work. We actually go to work, we flow, we think, we contribute. And the entire enterprise, as a result, becomes increasingly more conscious, tangibly conscious. Thousands, not hundreds, but thousands of visual devices created by a workforce that has learned how to think visually. 
How fun is that? So welcome, welcome back. I have just a couple of an announce- announcements, and then we're going to jump into today's show, At a Distance Coaching, a really valuable tool, The Five Keys. So, Tobiana, I told you the last time is sold out. We're excited about that. I'll be doing a keynote and a seminar. Our live webinar series is underway. We did the five reasons in uh, April. We are doing visual leadership principles and practices on June the 12th. I beg your pardon, we did the five reasons in May. We're doing visual leadership principles and practices on June 12th. Please register. There's still room. <laughs> it's a cyber. It's a cyber classroom, so there's plenty of room. <laughs> um, we are going to be doing 5SN steroids, one of my favorite topics, on July the 10th, and on August the 14th, a visual conversion case study of Lockheed Martin when they were challenging for the uh, Joint Strike Fighter. Should be very interesting. Always lots and lots of examples of solutions. Just the, the best teaching solutions. T- these solutions hold the principles of visuality and they are um, so instructive just viewing them. So I hope you can join us. You can check out our website for the write up on each of these shows, visualworkplace.com, or you can register at visualworkplace.com. Please think about it. Please think about becoming a member where you get uh, all of our live webinars for the whole year. There's 11 of them. Uh, as part of that membership, middle level and the uh, third level of membership. So please think about that and please think about uh, visiting our website and looking at our wonderful self-sufficient products, our online standalone products. We've spent a very long time creating um, e-learning systems of a very high quality. We currently are offering work that makes sense, operator-led visuality, um, based on the book of the same name that won the Shingo Prize, by the way. I'm quite quite proud and pleased at that. And also mistake-proofing. We'll be adding visual leadership very shortly, and then visual machine, and then about five others next year. So, this is a live show, so you could certainly call in. The live listener line is 866-472-5790, 866 866- Four seven two, five seven nine zero. I want to just jump into our discussion for today. I want to make sure we have enough time. So the question is, what is the best way to get a solid return on your investment when you invest in outside training resources, whether or not you're hiring consultants and coaches to come in, trainers to come in, or you, for example, get one of our e-learning systems, which is going to cost you something, uh, we think not a great deal, but something. How do you get a? Uh, how do you make sure that you get the bang for the buck? How do you make sure that your investment turns into improvement and improvement results? Well, for me, one of the best insurances is to get a series of at a distance coaching sessions, sessions with your core implementation team, and I want to talk to you about this this w- uh, this week. And especially if you are a continuous improvement specialist or a coach yourself, a visual coach or a lean coach, I think you'll find this format, this model, to be of interest. If you're not already using it, perhaps you are. So I've been implementing workplace visuality for a very long time, (laughs) well over three decades. 
And thanks to those wonderful companies I call my clients, I've had the chance to participate in remarkable victories of continuous improvement, remarkable victories of elevated corporate leadership. And I have had the honor of working with organizations as they've worked through the challenges of getting there, as as they've worked through the barriers to the success that was waiting for them, the barriers to change, the barriers to continuous improvement. I have taught a great deal and I have learned even more. And I'm very, very grateful. I love my work. I am good at it, but I'm good at it because I've learned so much. You know, you smart. You start smart, you start eager, and then you learn. Then you get just knocked all over the place because you learn. You learn in the real world. And I remain in awe of the companies that persevere, the companies that accomplish amazing progress because they change the way they do business and they change the way they think. They change the way they improve. My focus and the focus of my company, Visual Thinking Inc. and the Visual Lean Institute, our teaching arm, my focus has always been on developing methodologies, robust learning pathways that create change in the practical, tangible world. And my field is workplace visuality, the visual workplace, so it's always very tangible. It's always in terms of devices. So I create methodologies. We have nine core methodologies in workplace visuality. And then I encourage and help my companies, our companies, follow the methodology and build strength locally. I do a lot of coaching. Our ultimate goal is fully functioning visual workplace and company self-sufficiency that you will be able to sustain it yourself. You don't need us, you have learned. And that you can at will widen the scope of your implementation. For example, to include your suppliers or a sister plant. That you are self-sufficient. That you are smart, as smart or smarter than we are. We transfer our knowledge and our know-how. That's just been a commitment of mine for years, and it is infused throughout the company. We're dedicated to that. So part of the array of services that we offer is the topic of the day. It's called at a distant coaching. But I bring it to you because there's some really interesting components that will help your implementation. If you're currently involved or if you're a coach or consultant, it is a form that I want to encourage you to at least consider. And it's a form that I've developed over the years. It was created in order to keep me in touch with clients that are often far flung, far away, hard to visit on a regular basis, either because of my schedule, because of their schedule, because of the sheer distance in Australia, in China, in Europe, in India, whatever. They're out of reach or even just across the country. Schedules don't fit. So what do we do? The client still needs to be supported even if I can't show up. So the shape of my coaching has evolved over the years. And one major component of it, component of it is now at a distance 
coaching and I want to share that with you. And I also want to encourage you at any point to pick up the phone and call with your questions. This is a new form and I hope you'll be challenged by it and it will trigger questions for you. Our call-in number is 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. And my aim is to demonstrate to you how much you can accomplish from afar. In many ways, I feel this is the most effective modality or model for coaching for me. I can accomplish a great deal And I want to go over with you today the five keys plus one. There's a secret key, which I'll tell you about towards the end of the show. That's very important. It's kind of like your lifesaver. I want to walk through those five keys so that um, I, I want you to understand that companies who are listening, you may not realize it, but when a coach, consultant, or teacher is working with you, it's a big investment for us, emotionally speaking. What I mean by that is we want you to succeed, and we take very seriously our role in doing that. We want you to succeed, and we want to be helpful. And so the idea of long-distance coaching, if you're already a teacher, an instructor, a trainer, or a coach, may feel like you're missing the boat because... You know, you can't be there in person. But in fact, I want to show you that in many ways, the substitute form of at-a-distance coaching is as good or even better than on-site coaching. Of course, your billable hours won't reflect that, but that's a different discussion and one that for me doesn't pertain to what we're currently focused on. Okay, this isn't a business model for you. This is a business model for your clients. (laughs) So we're going into our first break. Um, I'll be here when you get back and we'll pick up from there. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
the business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn, and we're in our second segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace, where we'll be looking at the five keys to coaching at a distance, how to support change, visual workplace improvement in this case, but at a distance, and what works about that model and what is uh, glorious, actually. So let's drape the conversation around these five keys of at a distance coaching. These keys will give us a frame and it will be easy to access the heart of the matter. So, and then we'll unnest them. Here are the five keys. Regular, key number one, regular and regularly scheduled sessions. I'll explain them. Two, develop a shape, a protocol, a regularized agenda. Three, start early. I'll explain that as well. That's really important. Four, keep and send notes. Five, photos are the centerpiece. Photos are the centerpiece. And six, I'll tell you about later. So I first developed the notion of at-a-distance coaching when I got a long-term European client about 15 years ago, Royal Nautobahn Trailers. I've spoken of them often. Very interesting group. And like all Dutch, the workforce was highly inventive, individualistic, and even iconoclastic. They were mavericks. Each welder, each assembler, each supervisor considered him or herself an artisan with all the attendant rights and privileges. It was a heady, heady experience. And visuality suited them right off the bat. We got off to a very strong start. No problem there. The problem was the company had no improvement infrastructure, had no improvement goals, no accountability, no improvement accountability, no improvement vision, no improvement drive. I remember spending three hours with the third generation owner, Hank Nordebaum. One fine day, I mentioned the word tool improvement tool and he said what is an improvement tool we spent three hours me trying to unnest this idea and Hank Nordbaum who's brilliant trying to wrap his mind around a revolution that hadn't come to his country yet the improvement revolution well he was delighted a new world of possibilities had opened before his very eyes it was clear that the notion of using methods to improve methods was fresh to him, was novel, but it was also very promising. I was encouraged. As many of you listening already know, the absence of an improvement infrastructure is the single most virulent barrier to improvement success. A company can run without an improvement infrastructure, but it can't change without it. It can't change 
And if it does change a little bit, it'll never stick because there's no accountability structure. And so you're kind of left with just a kind of uh, an erosion. So my model has, my model for improvement infrastructure has four parts. And we have a, a, a very nice bundle, if you want to kind of catch up with it, a bundle of podcasts. Uh, they'll come to me in a moment. I'll be able to, ah, yes, bundle number six. If you want to know more detail than I'm giving you now, then you can go to our website and you can listen to bundle six, building your improvement infrastructure, or you can download it for um a small fee, you can download it, it can be yours forever. But you can listen to it streaming, uh, go to a podcast and just look at bundle six. I call my model the three-legged stool. It actually has four parts. The seat of the stool is the targeted areas, the areas that you've targeted for improvement. The first leg of the stool which supports those targeted areas is your management champion the person who signs off on the change, who pays for it, and who is willing to give up resources. The executive, the ranking side executive. That's the first leg of the stool. The second leg of the stool, the stool this is an accountability structure, is your project manager, the person in charge of the initiative. I call that position the visual workplace coordinator. He or she gets a lot, a lot of work in charge of log- logistics and scheduling and basically gets blamed <laughs> if the initiative fails. And if it succeeds, then the management champion gets the credit. That's <laughs> just the way of the world. So the coordinator, a subpart of that role is the support. The coordinator gets a critical assist from a support team. I call it the lead team. You can call it what you want. Two to four people who volunteer to act as a sounding board for the coordinator, to be gophers, to generally support. That's the second leg of the stool with the assist from the lead team. Very important. The third leg is a group of value-add level associates who volunteer to also help the implementation, usually by keeping their ear out for the word on the street, how it's going. Again, listen to Bundle 6 and you'll get a lot of detail about this. So going in at Nautobahn Trailers, we knew that they didn't have an accountability structure, the three-legged stool. And we also knew that the infrastructure would either make or break the initiative. And by the way, I don't agree with the popular notion that the lack of management commitment is the big bugabear, why so many companies fail. I think that that is a component of it, but I think the view is too narrow. I prefer to think of the management commitment idea as a three-legged stool, an infrastructure. Is the infrastructure there? Because if the infrastructure is there, the ranking side executive can be um, absent for most of the time as long as the, the infrastructure has been sanctioned and is in place, has strength. Okay? But that's a story for another day. Listen to the podcast. They will help. So let's walk through the five, the five keys so you can understand why this structure will help the initiative and is a really, as, as far as I'm concerned, in many ways, a preferred way to give coaching and consulting. 
Key number one, regular and regularly scheduled meetings. So you have to get the coaching sessions on the calendar. We generally schedule in sets of four, twice a month for the first set, then once a month after that. The core group that attends is the implementation team, the team that I named a moment ago with the three-legged stool, though we rarely, rarely see the management champion. And that's okay because we need his or her go-ahead and we need her to sign the checks. But the implementation team and I have nitty-gritty work to do and the agenda will move more quickly and more smoothly without the heavyweights present to deal with. You know what I mean. We have to move efficiently. We have many, many fish to fry. So I will say, I want to say very quickly, that when we get to key six, the plus one key, it has to do with staying in touch with the uh, management champion. So just bear with me. So that's key one. Key two is the shape, the shape of those coaching sessions. We meet for about an hour, at the most an hour and 15 minutes. The usual platform is teleconferencing, WebEx, for example, because you must have a screen. Because as you've already heard, photos are the centerpiece. So you want the team to be looking at the photos. You're going to do a lot of teaching through those photos. And of course, the audio. We always record the session and we send the session for download to our client. They have five days to download and then the session is deleted off our site. And it's an important record. And while the session and attendance is kept very important, watertight, even then things happen and some members have to be absent from time to time. So the recording of the session is very helpful. It is very helpful from the point of view of growth as well because it will allow the team to really consider where it was successful and where it was challenged during the coaching session. And the session has, another part of its shape, has an agenda, a format. Very simple. First, we do updates. If we're in the training phase of the implementation, then training schedules are sent in advance. They're up to date. If the classroom training is over, then we look at the blitz schedule or the team-based application schedule. We just look for the cadence there. We get This is sent in advance. It tells us how, if we're in the training phases, it tells us what knowledge has been shared, what content has been shared. So when we look at the photos, we look at the photos to see the reflection of that knowledge. The photos reveal everything. And what they reveal in the most superficial way, just in the, on the first level, is they reveal the content has been learned and applied or not. So you need the training schedule to understand what phase of content you're in. If you're doing work that makes sense, for example, there are 12 modules and there is a huge difference between working on smart placement, which is uh, redesigning your layout and implementing the visual wear. Smart placement will not have a very easily seen visual component, but the visual wear will. 
You'll see borders. You'll see different types of borders. You'll see addresses. You'll see the uh, appropriate or inappropriate use of generic addresses or very specific addresses. So that's, that's what the photos are about. The training schedule will tell you what the photo should be reflecting. And if they don't, then, you, then it's a red flag. So training schedule up to date, blitz schedule up to date, sent in advance. Utilization of improvement time, sent in advance, check. There's an update, very quick update on the culture piece. And we just ask the team, I just say, look, culture piece, is it going smoothly or is it tricky? Give me a heads up so I know where to focus during the session. If it's smooth, then the agenda shifts and doesn't accommodate that. If it's tricky, then I'll go in for a deep dive. If we have some extra moments, I will share with you a grid that I use that makes that very easy. Again, we're fitting this into an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. So it is a very tight format. The work is done outside the session. If the work is done inside the session, inside the coaching session, then you know that there's a problem. We've hit a roadblock. We can't go on with our agenda. This is important enough for us to stop and address it now, and we do. So the third piece is update on culture. The fourth piece is update on business impact. This is always on the agenda from the very first session, and it never leaves the agenda because we want people, we want the company to expect and to seek a change in the business results as the result of visuality. It never goes away because it's always of concern. This is the only way that we can justify the investment of resources. The business has to improve and we have to be able to see it. So that's on the agenda. The next, so that's, those are the updates. The next part of the agenda is questions if they are prepared in advance and we ask them to be. Prepare your questions in advance. They will help us narrow the focus of our agenda. The third piece of the agenda is photos. And I'm going to pick this up. Let me pick up the, uh, the rest of the agenda after our next break. We're a little bit late. So I'll see you in a minute. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back to the third segment of our show. We're going through the five keys to at-a-distance coaching as a way for you to, in a very affordable way, get a big bang for your implementation buck. And by having your coach, your visual workplace coach, available to you once or twice a month to do an hour, an hour and 15-minute session to lend their strength to yours and to help you get over the bumps because there will be bumps. You can be sure of it. If you don't experience bumps, you're not implementing. You're just doing training or whatever. You're not actually creating change. So we were going over the format for the shape of the agenda. Updates, training schedule, utilization of improvement time. (laughs) Good luck, Charlie. Update on the culture piece, yes or no, going well, not going well. Update on the business impact, what are the numbers show. And they will start trending in about three months. You should start seeing an impact on lead time, on quality, on, on everything, delivery, uh, very, within those three months. It takes a little bit to ramp up for visuality because it's a cultural change as well and because we're building this infrastructure. Questions prepared in advance, photos sent in advance, 10 of them, and action items. The end of the session, certain things have been promised and we have a list of them. And that brings me to key number three. Key number three is we always take notes, we always send notes. We take notes, we send notes. So when I'm the lead on a session with a client here at Visual Thinking Inc., I take the notes. I take the notes right during the session. I open a PowerPoint, good color, big font, easy to use, and it will be handy in a moment when we get to the photos because I will have imported the photos that were sent into the same PowerPoint. And at the end of the session, after a tiny cleanup, 10, 15 minutes, I send the whole thing as a PDF to my client. And there are the notes. They experience the emergence of the notes because they saw it. So I want to say to you in these WebEx sessions, they're recorded. And it's really important as much as possible to make sure that the client can see the screen. Because you're not only going to be talking about the photos, but this agenda, this note-taking will be emerging. I'm writing right on the screen, all my typos and whatever, as, as the event is happening. If security is very, very tight with your client, we use Skype. Skype at one end to get the audio and then join me for screen access. Join me does not make a record of the screen, 
but when uh, push comes to shove, at least people can have the experience during the session of seeing the photos and, and, and learning about visuality through the visual mechanism of the eye and the brain. Join.me. It's free. It's very easy. You can have up to eight different uh, seats for no money whatsoever. One time, repeat it every time. Join.me, nothing before it, nothing after. Learn about it. We discovered it a couple of years ago thanks to somebody, and it's fabulous. It's a very good substitute. But Skype allows for an audio recording. Be careful. The new Skype, owned by Bill Gates, does not allow you access to Pretty May. If you update, you can't have access to Pretty May. It's incompatible. We deal with this every day. But the old Skype allows you to record through Pretty May. If you don't know about Pretty May, just look up Pretty May. There'll be two of them. And do the one that is compatible with Skype. It's fabulous. So we have the recordings. We send them to our clients. And we always send the notes, PDF. A big part of my job during a session is to help the team clarify its current status, its goals, and the barriers. This, of course, results in action items. And so the hour, the hour contains a report back on action items from the previous session. Most of the time, these action items are to decide to do something and just get it done. And it's usually something that should have been done a month or two ago. These are not heavy-duty action items. It might be something like, please set up your laminated map so you can have focus. Anyway, I'm going to ask Cindy, our VP of Communications, to include a sample in our newsletter, The Visual Thinker, very soon. It will be maybe two or three weeks before it gets in because we've got articles already lined up. But I will make a note, and Cindy may be listening now. So... So, I want to say something else about these sessions. These sessions are excellent grooming ground for the personal and professional development of the participants of your implementation teams. I sometimes meet solo with one participant or another who's got a particular dilemma or wants to meet privately. They decide whether or not they want other people to hear the recording or whether or not they even want a recording, all of that stuff. When I have that opportunity, I get a chance to groom that person and to share a lot of knowledge about um, personal and professional development. We'll leave it at that. And sometimes, more times, it's with the whole team. So we're learning strongly together. We all know the methodology is strong. And what I do is create strong, useful visual workplace methodologies. I, I said that before. But I know that these methods are meaningless if the team doesn't know how to implement it. And that's what the coaching sessions are for. So it's very, very good growth for these people. And actually, a person I'll be telling you about later, if we have time, moved from the visual workplace coordinator to a VP of improvement within two years. He just grew like a a, a, a shot of corn. What do you call it? A stalk of corn. He he just needed some uh, some framework to grow within, and this position uh, was worked very very well from him for him. So let's go to key four. We just finished. Key three, which was to take notes and send notes. 
key four is start early. Start these sessions early. By early, I mean within a month of the launch. If you're launching work that makes sense, for example, our operator-led visuality um, e-learning system, within a month, have a session with the team. You will get tremendous pushback on this. People will feel they are watched when they are getting ready, while they're getting ready. It's like your spouse or your partner when they're getting ready for some special night out, brushing their teeth and putting on their finery. Don't watch me. Don't watch me. Everyone's a little bit nervous, a little apprehensive. And when you're not on site, that can multiply. And so it looks easy to just ignore your coach. Don't schedule a session. Well, you don't think you need a coach early on. That's what people think, but they're wrong. It's the start that stops us. It's the start that stops us. And so to combat that, we have learned that we put into the contract simple agreement on coaching sessions that the company will give up the coaching session if it is not used within the month that it is scheduled and that it has to be scheduled from month one. We need the leverage. Inertia is the enemy. It's our enemy and yours. And we have to at least help it to get into the back seat and away from the steering wheel. So you start early, you make that a requirement. And if you are on the receiving end, if you're a client company, know that this is good for you. It feels like nasty medicine, but it isn't. It's good for you. Eat your spinach. Get started early. Successful implementers are golden. Are, they become, they are exceptional, but you have to learn to be an exceptional implementer. And once you learn that, not only will it be with you forever, but you've given the company a great gift because you have been part of creating this improvement infrastructure. So that's key four, start early. Key five, it's all about the photos. In visuality, it's all about the visual change. It's all about the physical transformation of the workplace. As I like to say, and I suppose I say it a little too often, if it ain't physical, it ain't visual. Here's what I mean. A visual workplace is populated not by hundreds, but by thousands of visual devices. And in their sum, these devices represent the current language of your operational system. I start every one of our shows with that thought. Your operational intelligence is embedded as mechanisms, visual devices, into the living landscape of work. This is the language of your operations. It shows in the photos. If you are implementing operator-led visuality and the photos show no devices, then you and your team are stalled in some way. Now, it could be that you're still in the smart placement phase determining the location of function based on flow and improved layout. It could be you're there, but most of the time it means you're stuck, and that's immediately visible in the photos. The requirement, haha, as much as Gwendolyn can have requirements in this world, in this lifetime, (laughs) the requirement is... Send me 10 new photos for every coaching session. Send me 10 new photos. I'll give you the specs on those photos when we come back from this, our last break. See you in a minute. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to our third and last segment of today's show at the Visual Workplace, where we're looking at at a distance coaching, at a distance coaching, how it can help you, how it's set up. And we're at the phase of key number five. There are five keys plus one. Key number five, it's all about the photos. You send photos into your coach. If I'm your coach, you send photos into me, 10 photos every time we have a session, and those photos will show me your level. They will show me your level of knowledge. Because I have your training schedule, I will know what content has been taught, and I will look for evidence in the photos. I will want to see that content in the form of visual devices. If you're teaching the visual wear, borders and addresses, I will look for borders. And not for lines. I will look for borders that function. And if I see only lines around a pile of whip or around a forklift or around a machine or whatever, I will then say, let's go deeper. Please, in your next training session, don't train anything new right now. You need to go deeper on borders. Your borders are too pale. They're too weak. They don't show thinking. They show copying. So develop the borders. Let's look at this picture. Let's look at that picture. Here's an opportunity for what, ladies and gentlemen? What is the border that would fit here? And somebody will say, oh, that, that's a double function. We could put a double function border there. Yeah, very good. What about this border? Why is it weak? Well, it's not wide enough, for example, or it's flushed up against uh, the machine or the pile so that it can easily be covered over, doesn't give you enough breathing room, or whatever the principles are, the principles that people have learned in, in this case, we're talking about work that makes sense, workplace visuality, 
operator-led visuality, we want to see the evidence of that learning in the floor, in the floor, in the photos. And your job as trainers and coaches talking to the team that I'm coaching is to coach for that. You have to coach, I will be saying to them, for a deeper level of visuality. Otherwise, if you leave it like that, and I'm looking at a, a photos from a recent session just yesterday. Uh, I'm looking at photos, and it's pale. You know, there are lines around everything, but they don't have any functionality. They're not really borders. They don't contribute to the business model. And here's the thing about visuality. If it ain't physical, if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. And the way, one of the, one of the pitfalls of looking at your visual implementation and not seeing it correctly, not seeing it smartly, is to gravitate towards the devices that are inventions, the way cool color coding system or the way cool way that we have addressed a specific crane overhead. We look at the devices, but the way to understand the business benefit of the visual workplace methodology is to look for the methodology. You look for evidence of the methodology in the photos. You look for not this cool device and that cool device and this way cool device, but you look for the environmental impact of visual. What has visual done? Has it, for example, in the visual where have you laid down the pattern of work? Are these a connected system of borders? Are the addresses coherent? You look for the application of the methodology because in the application of the methodology is the business benefit. If you focus, I want to say it again because it's so important, if you just spot the way cool devices... You will not get business benefit from them, and you will also know you're not teaching correctly. If all you see is inventions, people, people's way cool ideas, you are not teaching correctly, and it's there in the photos. And that's why we say, key number five, it's all about the photos. The photos are your physical evidence. You can also, as I did yesterday, spot it that in this particular plant, which is a high-volume, low-mix plant, they hadn't cracked the code on time. They hadn't implemented their improvement time policy even though they had one written up. They hadn't figured out how to deal with that in a high volume environment. Well, until they do, they won't be able to implement the methodology. They'll only have these random point solutions that we call inventions. The point solutions are dazzling. They're so much fun. But there's not a business benefit. There's just a kind of warm glow. So that's why the photos are important. I hope I've given you some sense of why they're important. And by the way, the rule is 10 new photos every session. And if you get, we say this right from the get-go, if you send us the same photos, you're fulfilling that requirement as long as they're new photos of the same shots. If you send us old photos, the same old photos, we'll know you're stuck. If you send us new photos of the old shots, we know you're stuck. Either way, we know you're stuck. 
So those photos, oh, I can't send you any new photos because we don't have anything new. Oh, yes, we have something new here, and that is you're stuck. Send us the photos, and let's look at why you're stuck, and let's help you get unstuck. And the whole session becomes focused on that. The culture doesn't matter. The business benefit doesn't matter. You're stuck. Let's get you unstuck. And there are ways. And they're all there in the photos. Yes, it takes um, a very practiced eye to find what the photos are saying. But you know what? They're visual and it's not that hidden. That also can be coached. Somebody wants to learn because I work with corporate leaders who are coaching other plants. and They want to learn how to use the photos of their 51 other plants or their five other plants to, to do a diagnosis. And of course, that's teachable. I want to hit key number six before we run out of time. And that is key number six, the plus one key. Five keys plus one is access at will to the head honcho. Sometimes you need to get to the big guns. Sometimes you need to talk to the champion directly and we make it part of the contract, the agreement. Sometimes the powwow is to alert the champion that the implementation is stalled or is in jeopardy or that your message is not getting through or that people aren't showing up for the meetings or that the meetings are not well prepared for or delegated. And you don't have any leverage except to go to the head honcho and to say, look, this is what's happening. We wanted to let you know. You do it diplomatically, of course. You do it carefully. You use executive speak. But the person who's listening understands executive speak. And so they know in a very few words that you're saying, your implementation is going down the tubes. You better do something quick. Are you ready to listen to me? Because I can give you five things you can do right now that will help. And so you do. But that's very important. You need to have that as part of your agreement because things will get stuck. People will start not showing up. And it may be simply because they're overloaded in the rest of their work and they don't have time to do the simple things that were agreed upon and they feel compromised because of it, maybe feel ashamed. You, you see it. You go to the head honcho and say, look, you're supposed to give this person a 10% relief. They're the coordinator, and I don't think it's happening because the guy doesn't show up anymore. He's well-meaning, and he's very skilled. He's talented, but he needs time. It might be a conversation like that, but you need that leverage. You need that door to be opened. And if it doesn't open, then you can't do anything. You can't do anything. You can't clever clever it out. When you need, when you need the big guns, you need the big guns. So, I hope that has given you a sense of long distance coaching. I hope that you understand its power, and that if you are a consultant, that you consider it for yourself because it is a powerful way to interface with your clients and to help them. You're there to help. Let's go over the five keys plus one. Regular and regularly scheduled sessions. Taka, taka, taka. Develop a shape of protocol, a regularized agenda. Keep and send notes, including action assignments. Start early. Photos are the centerpiece. And plus one, access at will to the head honcho. 
the five keys. I had a wonderful time with you today. I hope this has been helpful. I want to thank you very much for your emails, either to me, Gwendolyn at visualworkplace.com or at radio at visualworkplace.com. Thank you very much for your emails. They keep me alive and they keep me in line. And I love to hear your voice through them. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Let the workplace speak. See you the next time. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening.